listening to Karate Kid Minute. This is our Cobra Kai edition. We're here for some bonus episodes to talk about the new season of Cobra Kai. My name is Robin. I'm Matt. And uh, we have a guest with us uh, this week uh, just because uh, he wants to talk about Cobra Kai. And I think you've been on before, right? Matt? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, last time. Last time. Matt, we... Matt again. Okay. Yeah, There's you two did. Mats, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two Matt's no waiting. I was on last time. We talked about uh, uh, the, the premiere of Cobra Kai season four. Are oh, we in right, season right. five now? Yeah, we're yes, in five now. Yeah, I didn't get the early screener like I did last time. That was that was fun. Like we could record ahead of time, but no, now we gotta. Yeah, I didn't get offered anything this year. So yeah, I was I was also a part of that, and I didn't get any invites this year. What the hell, Netflix? Forgot they, they did that. Yeah, that was really cool. It was a it was a very it was like ooh, I feel like I'm this this special group that I get to watch it like live with a bunch of other people. Yeah. Um, but nope. They were mm-hmm. like, oh, they're covering the next you... Karate Kid. We don't really want to. We don't care. We well, do you think thing. that they did that last time because it, we were still in the the COVID era? I mean, we still kind of are, yeah. but and they couldn't have the kind of premiere parties and things that they had before, so they that wanted to go virtual, digital. That's right. That, that could that be part be, of yeah. That's a high chance. Yeah, I was. I remember. Yeah, right around that time, I was tuning into all sorts of Zoom like live read-throughs and things like that. Like I remember watching a Fright Night one and the Princess Bride one, and yeah, the Cobra Kai one seems to uh, blend right into that whole adventure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, two mats, one one cup, and I I play the part of the cup. My name is Robin. Gross. And, Okay. Uh, and we are here talking about uh, season five, episode one, long, long way from home, which is something I can't help but to sing. Do you guys know that that is the name of a song? It sounds like the name of a song. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. It's uh, Foreigner. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Foreigner, of course, their song Head Games being in uh, the Cobra Kai premiere right when johnny uh is driving and having flashbacks of all the wrongs that daniel did to him as he's yeah. drinking <laughs> yeah. i'm looking ahead at episode titles and i don't think this is a spoiler but episode seven of this season is also the title of a buffy episode mm. from season two. Oh. oh, i think i stumbled across that going oh is that really the title okay well, we'll get to that when we get to that but uh uh, just to let everybody know, uh, I uh, am watching this spoiler free. Uh, we are doing three episodes a week, so you know, behind this, behind, pull the curtain back. Uh, I'm, I I have watched the first three episodes. Matt H, my co-host, <laughs> you've watched it all, right? Yeah, I just I couldn't <laughs> stop myself last night. Mel fell asleep, and then I was like. Uh, I grabbed my tablet. I just watched the whole thing until like 4 a.m. <laughs> I really wanted to keep going after three, but yeah, I, I really want to play the part of uh, being uh, the person that's not spoiled on anything. And I, I want to be able to like hypothesize about things. And yeah, it's hard it's to fun. do when you know everything. Yeah. Uh, Matt A, how far mm-hmm. have you watched? Only, you just... only three episodes because Ooh. I have self-restraint. also if i look forward to something i don't want it to be over instantaneously right it's sad i i i i like watching things week to week i i hate for the conversation to be over so quickly but uh perhaps in three weeks when we get done covering cobra kai nobody will nobody will care and our, our podcast will just be like lots of unsubscribes but yeah so 
listeners, if you are listening in, that you know that uh, you can listen to this podcast and not worry about you know spoilers about season ten or, or season ten. What am I talking about? Episode ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though you know a quick just turning on your internet browser suddenly something will pop up. I mean that that happens for me. I think I had something that was happening day one for me. YouTube and so Facebook. Annoying. There was like just mild like. If you looked at the at the um, thumbnail and read the headline like too too or and thought about it too much, you'd be like you'd spoil yourself. Like <laughs> it's thinly veiled spoilers everywhere. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you want to listen to a podcast that's just going to kind of talk about it one episode at a time, we're going to be here three times a week until we're out of episodes. Uh, and uh, I highly recommend our friends at Cobra Kai companion. If you have binged the entire season and want all sorts of extra goodies and just somebody to, to hear somebody talk about the entire season in general, uh, our buddy Peter has put out like four podcasts this weekend. <laughs> just, just, uh, just, just nailing them out of there. So uh, I highly recommend Cobra Kai companion. If uh, you want some uh, good stuff uh, uh, that, you know, is not scared of spoilers at all, but, I, anyway. I heard I heard a rumor that Netflix is considering going to a weekly model instead of dumping all the shows at once. I would love that. I would love that. It's um, working out for Disney Plus. Or a couple yeah. episodes a week. I mean, could it be twice a week? Why not? Twice a week would be great, yeah. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Long, Long Way From Home uh, was written by Michael Jonathan Smith, who wrote uh, The Fall and First Learn Fly last year, and was directed by Joel Novoa, and Steven Sushida, uh, who directed uh, Kicks Get Chicks, Matchpoint, King Cobra, Miyagi-Do, um, all Cobra Kai vets. And the synopsis is, Daniel's new ally-turned-housemate tests Amanda's patience. Miguel searches for his father in Mexico, and Terry starts to transform Cobra Kai. And I don't know what it is. Whenever I see the first name Terry, I immediately think of the time. Um, I just... Uh, you know, what? I feel it. The, the band, you know, the time, Morris Day, and the time. But, was, oh no, wait! Does he say Terry in a song? His his man is Jerome, right? Yeah, his side guy. The guy, hold, the guy was on only on stage to hold the mirror for him to look at himself at. <laughs> no idea what you people are talking about. <laughs> and I know I there's know at you. least one person out there listening who is also not understanding what's happening. Oh, yeah, I'm people, sure there are several. People, People often often talk about Morris Day in the time, like everybody should know who they are, but they're super niche. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you are new to our Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai coverage, I do try to divide the episodes into the uh, plot line. So we have to go, go back and forth. So this first plot line I'm going to be talking about uh, is I've, I've titled it Decepting Khan, Decepting Khan. <laughs> and uh, it's basically uh, the Cobra Kai and Daniel and Chosen stuff. So uh, we start off with the Cobra Kai commercial. Uh, we are we are we see the the money being put into uh, this because we see uh, like this new dojo. I mean, it looks like Terry bought the tel- the Peloton studio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks very corporate. It does. It does. Yeah. Matt, you you said by mistake in your text message to me, cor- corporate Kai, mm-hmm. and this really does feel like corporate Kai. It does, for sure. <laughs> yeah. for sure. Maybe that's what I meant before I had even seen it. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing like this 
the the numerous dojos all over the valley because we're just seeing this one big studio where they must film the Cobra Kai TV show or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got graphics that go, show up when the kids are like punching things. It makes it like seem like karate might be like a video game, you know? Yeah, like just they're being analyzed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, protein <laughs> drink bars. Uh, Kyler's hair, huge selling point. Uh, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think of his uh, his up to? His his hairstyle is very odd. Like, you know what's it... strange is that Kyler's hairstyle didn't even register for me. <laughs> so what's what's wrong with me that that wasn't at the forefront of my mind? I, I, I like I really didn't. You don't really see him too much except in the background with his like yeah. arms crossed behind Terry and that and but it's it's his hair doesn't look too bad right there. But there's scenes later. It, it just looks like somebody like butchered his hair and like left it half done. I don't, I don't... <laughs> uh, so we move from that to uh, the LaRusso home. And we see somebody swimming in a pool. We think it might be Daniel training. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, you know, who's this, who's this guy It's like Daniel is in a, a full, full montage swimming mode. But as uh, Amanda walks out, it's actually a fully naked uh, chosen. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if that's uh, culturally um, accurate or not. Cause I know like, I mean, yeah, everybody walks around naked in the bathhouse in Japan, but they still separate genders. So I, I, I think he would have been like, Oh, and covered up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, unless they do a different in Okinawa. Yeah. Daniel explains to Amanda that he used to bathe in his local hot spring, but I think chosen is smart enough to know that this is not his local hot spring and that (laughs) that perhaps, you know, there might be just a country bumpkin. (laughs) He's he's Okinawa is like redneck, you know? Yeah. (laughs) This is poor house guest etiquette. (laughs) True. It is. I, I, you know, and sometimes like, you know, characters are kind of dumbed down to uh, pull off some some jokiness. And at this one, I was like, come on, really? It's Chosen. Come on. <laughs> we just want to see Chosen as cool or like chill, but not like, whoops, I didn't know I shouldn't be naked in front you of You think he knew what he was doing? <laughs> that might be a move. He's trying to entice her? Yeah. yeah he maybe. throws the towel at her. He's like, you keep for your collection. <laughs> He's like, I don't know any better. I do this at my local hot spring. <laughs> That's true. Uh, um. Care to join me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe him and Terry will uh, uh, take a hot tub together sometime. You know, who knows? Um, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, Amanda and Daniel. Amanda's just tired of this. Is this has been going on for this is now like the fifth year, <laughs> well, mm-hmm. in Cobra Kai seasons, but. Uh, but you know, like Sam and Tori, they had their fight. It was safe. Some uh, uh, there was a Tori one, but you know, it's all it's all good. Crease went to jail. Why are we still going after Cobra Kai? It, it really, it's like our kids are involved. You know, we they could get hurt. This guy is a psycho. Yeah, you know? she doesn't know the depths of depravity of Terry Silver. <laughs> I guess not. She um, doesn't but... t- think he's as big of a threat as he is. I think. Yeah, I mean, Daniel has all the information. Is he just not convinced her? He's isn't he? A well, citizen? he's trying. Yeah, he seems to be trying. Every like he's dangerous. Blah blah blah. And yeah, like, she just doesn't believe him. I guess I don't know. She just wants my ties by the pool. Yeah, I mean, I I don't blame her. Amanda, did... leave your husband. I'll drink my ties by the pool with you. <laughs> we won't. And trust me, we will not talk about karate at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, 
we go to Miyagi-Do, Daniel is actually shutting this down. I was a little worried that, like, we had all that uh, lead up to, uh, like, the threat of, like, if Cobra Kai wins, Miyagi-Do, Eagle Fang will have to shut down for good. And at the end of the season last year, Daniel's like, I don't honor, like, deals with dishonorable people or whatever as he's talking to Chosen. Mm. So I was kind of like, oh, that's a cop out, you know? But I was glad to see he actually did like honor the bet, you know? Yeah. Um, he's shutting it. I mean, he's not, he's not, he's shutting it on the dojo, but it doesn't mean he's going to just sit quietly now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so are, are we reviewing this like by storyline? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what happened to Mexico? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> got, uh, 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 so, so yeah, uh, uh, he just wants to keep them safe. And after and Miyagi Do lives deep inside you, and it 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 lives deep inside me as well. I just wanted to say, yes. Uh, so yeah, Sam is feeling guilty. She's worried that her loss to Tori caused all this. And Daniel says this this isn't a tournament. This is real life. The echoes of part two, and mm-hmm. uh, and and I I like how impassioned Ralph Macchio gets, where he's like he grits his teeth when he's like. Terry keeps putting kids in harm's way. <laughs> you know, he's getting really angry about it. And he tells her to stay out of it. I don't know. It's a little bit of overacting. <laughs> I, I've heard some people criticizing um, Ralph Macchio's acting, like saying that he's one of the worst on the show. Like, oh, no. I mean, I can kind of see it. Like he, he only has a few different like modes. <laughs> like <laughs> and and he always acts the scenes the same way every time and you know he's always doing this wiggly arm thing and that, i don't know, <laughs> I don't he's, know. He's, he's not though. like he's he's fine right? yeah i know he gets a free pass he can do no wrong for you <laughs> you, you want to recast <laughs> yeah let's recast now uh so uh yeah in Daniel's home, uh, Daniel shows Chosen the commercial and he's uh, wow. that Terry put out. He says, it's time to cut the head off the snake. And Chosen's like, yeah, I got perfect tools for that. Pulls out the size. But he's like, actually, they're not ever cutting. They're for poking and scratching and gouging. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Daniel's warning Chosen, be careful. And Chosen's like, well, he's the one that's got to be careful. and Take me to Terry Silver. Uh, so we see a huge line going into Cobra Kai. Uh, Dark Side Kenny is out front uh, uh, selling Cobra Kai, handing out T-shirts. He's all in, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, but uh, yeah, Chosen is his attention is drawn to Terry taking, down, of course, sparring with two guys and taking them down uh, in like what the front window of the dojo or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he recognizes his techniques as Kim Sun Young, and uh, of course. We didn't need the flashback to Karate Kid Part 3, but the, the audience did. Yeah. He thought that Terry just made up Kim Sun Young, like as a, you know, some ca- character, because he was making up the story about Crease, so why not? Yeah, that was, a, that was a question that was, you know, like a legit question for decades. Did he make right. that up? <laughs> right. I think Kim Sun Young was a. Didn't we look up that it was actually a real person? But I don't uh, know. They're all really, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's, you know, multiple Kim Sung Young's out there. I'll I'll have to look it up if that comes up again. I'm sure it will. But yeah, chosen. It gives us a little history about Kim Sung Young. 
because we know that Sato used to train American soldiers and Kim Sung-young also trained American soldiers uh, a controversial form of martial arts and he demonstrates and it's all about deception no honor no mercy of course that's like not new information that's exactly what Cobra Kai has always been <laughs> it's all about deception uh, yeah. deception is a, a a new thing like I, I understand like striking first striking hard and having no mercy is a Cobra Kai thing but uh being mis- i don't know doing yeah i never would have associated deception with cobra kai that they, they seem more um <laughs> aggressive yeah than deceptive so right you think yeah i do think that's why i said that <laughs> <laughs> okay well give me give me an example <laughs> give an example to matt about how they have not used subterfuge <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> how about you give him an example of when they did uh, i don't fight, know fight fight uh, i just seem to remember like them using like devious strikes and cheating and i don't know but it is well, a lot of just pure aggression too well i mean yeah i mean him paying off the referee is a little bit of uh you know um <coughs> deception mm-hmm. i suppose <laughs> pardon me um, but Terry it, it, was in charge of that and that he is trained under Master Kim Sung. Yeah, like, I but guess from I his perspective, it was insurance. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so we see uh, Terry lecturing his new crop of senseis that seem to have been brought in from different dojos all over the valley for this job, big job. And oh, I was amazed to see that Locust Valley would stoop so low as to. Uh, audition for a, a chance to uh, work at Cobra Kai, but uh, I wonder what Daryl Vidal would think of that. Think about that. I'm surprised he hasn't shown up. Yeah, right. And then he hasn't shown up in any of the seasons, right? No, no. Hmm. Uh, we see a little bit of a montage at the end. We'll get into the other parts of it, but we do see that Amanda does get her poolside mai tais, and I'm thinking Daniel's doing a little bit of deception himself. Uh-huh. He's telling Amanda what's going on. It's my impression. Just trying um, to keep keep her out of it, I guess. Yeah, keep her quiet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he says, uh, time to prove yourself, and we hear a familiar heart, and uh, it's uh, chosen. And uh, Terry welcomes him to Cobra Kai. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, <laughs> well, yes! Oh, my what God. Was it that, what was it that you said when when uh, when that happened, Matt? You were like, and how old are you, young man? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I was confused about I didn't realize that the senseis from uh, neighboring dojos were auditioning to join Cobra Kai. I thought Chosen was just going to be like a high school student, like a real 21 Jump Street situation. So yeah, I was Stingray very isn't looking that uh, isn't looking yeah. that old now. <laughs> he is much he is much older than all the rest of the senseis there, though. But yeah, they're all adults and not kids. But but they're all at the same skill level, Jerry. Mm. <laughs> Next chapter I called uh, Remember Me. Of course, uh, you know, if anybody wants to sing it, go right ahead. But, uh, it, of course, from the movie Coco. Uh, because, you know, it is all about remembering your father. Or it's trying to, son trying to get their father to remember. Anyway, um, we go to uh, Ciuta, Mexico, or Cuta. I don't know. It's a real town. It's on okay. the west coast of Mexico. It's not a border town. Like, you have to travel... Uh, south along the coast pretty far um in the state of sinaloa so uh, i've had an american education everybody sorry about that mm. uh, 
Miguel climbs off the bus and boy, that t-shirt he's wearing really makes me think of Twin Peaks. I don't know about you guys, but I'm thinking about the ring, the, 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 the whatever, the owl cave. Which part, which, which part makes you think of Twin Peaks? Miguel's t-shirt that he's wearing. I didn't even notice. Let me see. Uh... Um, but yeah, he discovers that there's no service down there. Uh, he can't use maps to get to this address, so he runs into a group of surfers, mm-hmm. uh, led by. Austria. Oh yeah, I can. Sorry, yeah, I'm oh, yeah, seeing the shirt. It's Twin Peaks esque. Like it's got those. It's got those. Uh, yep. Like glyphs or something. That it, mm. I mean, I know it's not that, but it looks. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, ooh, imagine if he was wearing a Twin Peaks shirt. Just to. Mel's shout here. Shout out to admit it. Hi, Mel. Hi. Hi, Mel. <laughs> I don't know how long she's staying, but she's here. (laughs) Uh, Feel free to interject your thoughts. Okay. What do you think about mean Australian surfers? So I don't like them. (laughs) So there's a, there's a couple things here. Like it seems like, it seems like, (laughs) it seems like they were trying to like, I don't know, maybe avoid the problematic stereotype of, you know, the Mexicans like scamming, the American tourist who just arrived. So they're like, yeah. let's get an Australian to do it. But well, at the same, guys, hmm? please. I was going right. to say, but at the same time, this show falls prey to the stere- the cinematic stereotype of Mexico is yellow. <laughs> they oh, got yeah. the, they got the sepia fil- filter over the, any scene in Mexico. And it's just Thank kind you, of Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of a shame when a show does that like mexico does not have to be yellow does not have to be coded yellow i don't know yeah we have the united pickpockets of benetton here um the led by the australian them? sorry no it's, i was just looking at the backdrop it doesn't look real oh behind the the surfers <laughs> yes it's just... this is in atlanta somewhere <laughs> i'm sure it's yeah, or is... they did a remote in LA. I mean, this is fairly convincing. Yeah, mm. maybe. Um, it, this is this guy's name is Owen. Uh, Owen is played by Josh Lawson. Does anybody remember Josh Lawson in anything recently? He's I, yes, yes, and I've looked at his IMDb, and it's very long, and I don't know why he's on this show for a scene. <laughs> <laughs> he must Josh... be a, a major fan or knew some knew the. Uh, creative team or something and did it as a favor maybe uh he recently stole the show in 2021's uh mortal Kombat. he got he played kano and he was awesome yeah Uh, i didn't see it oh god he's so great at it he's like the best part of the movie Uh, he's he's (laughs) a bad guy but he's just like hilarious i don't know he's kind of he's kind of like the old uh 90s kano (laughs) yeah yeah so uh yeah he offers he he offers his help and it's this scam and, he, and Miguel gets his bag taken and uh and then get they get some more money off of him because what kind of monster do you think I am and welcome to Mexico <laughs> um so Miguel uh gets led by this information to Castillo Escondido which is Spanish for hidden castle this bar um and Miguel hears the name Hector which leads him to a back room with a tough guy in a cowboy hat who uh, is billed as Dangerous Man. <laughs> Dangerous Man is played by Manuel Eduardo Ramirez, who was in Queen of the South, Power, and Snowfall. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, Miguel tries to remind him of Carmen, but this Hector is pretty foul-mouthed. Uh, 
I, I, I will just kind of pause here and be like, I was thinking about showing my kids a Cobra Kai yeah. <laughs> and, and just kind of like, you know, la laing over a couple of scenes, but boy, Evan and Jeff and left and right, man. It's uh, I was like, really, do you really need to dro- drop the F word in there so many times? I mean, this season. there's a few in the yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's another one coming this up is, later this week where I was like, we're really? getting gritty here, really? Robin. <laughs> this is grit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Mexico. You can this tell because it's yellow. <laughs> and there's a lot of and swearing. swearing and bad people, bad hombres. <laughs> Uh, his doorman, uh, Pueblo, tries to put hands on Miguel, and, and Miguel puts him down. Uh, but, um, yeah, Hector threatens him, or quote-unquote Hector, uh, and Miguel gets to leave peacefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, way back <laughs> in America, Sam is trying again and again to figure out uh, what went wrong with the match, but then she gets a call from Miguel, and that's how it kind of ties into this. Uh, but uh, good. Isn't it kind of funny that like Miguel was like willing to like he looked like he was willing to take on that whole table mm-hmm. of yeah. guys, but he wasn't willing to take on the Australians. <laughs> well, the guy that the the the, the guy, Pueblo put his hands on Miguel and tried yes. to like pushing him out. Maybe that was uh maybe that was the problem. I, I don't know. Perhaps, but I feel but... like I don't know. I guess he wasn't directly threatened. I don't know. He was though. Yeah. I know. I would have. I would have done something about it if I were him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Oh man, surfers. Um, <laughs> surfers are scary. I guess scarier than like I don't potential wanna... Mexican mafia. <laughs> I don't want to touch those guys. They're dirty." <laughs> uh. So yeah, Miguel and Sam get into an argument because Miguel wants Sam to be into what's going on with him and sam's like you didn't even ask me about my match and he says there's no there's more important things than karate sam <laughs> which uh gets uh, he gets uh hung up on by uh by sam so uh what do we think Who, who's in who's in the right here is there anybody in the right between uh miguel and sam in this phone call sam is wrong <laughs> sam is wrong sam is wrong yeah well she always makes it about her and i don't know she, I know she was having a hard time, but like obviously, like Miguel ran off. Like I don't know, yeah. I don't know. They're I can't keep the track of their relationship. Well, are they were so before Miguel left? Were they had they reconciled as boyfriend girlfriend? I believe they, so. There was the prom. There was the junior prom where they got into the, yet another uh, couple fight, and I don't know. They I think they talked for a moment uh, at the tournament. I remember that. Uh, but then he left. So then he left. Yeah, it felt like kind of like the relationship wasn't quite what it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, can't I keep track of it. So I guess <laughs> I'm gonna be on Miguel's side here because <laughs> if they were actually in a committed relationship, then then obviously leaving your girlfriend without an explanation is a terrible thing to do. But if he's as confused about their status as I am, then uh, who can blame him? <laughs> I I think they're I don't know I think they're going out but yeah again I I, I swear uh, I am again in the situation of just trying to like think like okay am I really why am I this irritated at Sam <laughs> is it is it just my own problem like am I not paying attention enough to to Sam and uh, what she's going through I, I don't know interesting I'd li- I'm I'm interested to see where they go with her character this year she is going through stuff I understand but like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It feels, it doesn't feel, I guess, as 
pressing, I guess. Like, the fact mm-hmm. that Miguel ran off, you know, like, maybe you can talk about that later. Like, the whole thing later, or, what? I don't know. Talk about the tournament later? Like, right now, like, yeah. obviously Miguel's in a bad place. Like, you're not gonna, like, <laughs> bring it all back to you. And I think that was the problem there. Like, if he had called and, I guess, like, if he had asked, or I don't know, if he had, like, not been in such distress, it, maybe it would have been different, but he was obviously in distress, so you kind of have to put your problems aside when someone reaches out to you, you know? Mm. Right. Maybe it was just because she was in the middle of yet another, like, montage where she has uh, Tori's words going through her head. It's just like, she just cannot let it go, you know? But I get it. It sucks, though, when, like, you know, someone is always dumping on you and not asking you, well, how are you? You know, what's yeah, going on yeah. in your life? Like, I get I get why she's feeling that way, but it was still, like, pretty selfish of her to kind of react that way then. I think maybe yeah. she should have waited a little bit. But whatever. She's a kid. So. They're all uh, dumb kids. Dumb kids! Yeah. Uh, outside <laughs> the bar, Miguel discovers a kindly man taking out trash for somebody who might be working there. It's, it, it, you know, because, hey, he, that guy's having, like, a baby or something. And it's like we find out, oh, but what is, who's this nice guy in white, you know? Uh, this might be the real Hector, uh, played by Luis Roberto Guzman. Uh, lots of Spanish TV in his IMDb, but recently in Narcos, Mexico. So there's there's the Netflix connection, right? Hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, Miguel follows Hector, who we see he's shaking hands, kissing babies, you know, <laughs> <laughs> hugging people left. Like everybody's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. Hector, it's good to see you." You know, and he seems very nice. Seems like a nice guy. He's got <laughs> a wife and a kid, uh, Maria Nothing and Luis. Can possibly go wrong. Yeah, no, I, 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 I believe in Hector. Uh, <laughs> he's he, and uh, and then so uh, Miguel ends up meeting Louise for a moment, but Louise runs away, and then gets to meet Louise again because he pushes uh, Louise in front of a car and then <laughs> pretends to rescue him. <laughs> I honestly was waiting for a Marty McFly amnesia situation right there. He pushes. Luis out of the way and gets hit by the car and he wakes up at Hector's house and he's like, who am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 1955. <laughs> yeah. The name on your underwear is Calvin Klein. I don't understand. <laughs> um, so uh, he gets invited to dinner and Hector's like, I feel like we've met somewhere before. All right. So the last chapter I have for this episode is, is a, probably a shorter one, but uh, I called it Punto, Punto de Ruptura. Uh, which is uh, Spanish for point break. Um, mm-hmm. So we hear this is Johnny and Robbie's uh, uh, plot line, and it opens up with the Spanish uh, version of one of Poison's worst songs ever, <laughs> Unskinny Bop. Uh, just a terrible song. Um, catchy, but then you're like, I'm listening to a song called Unskinny Bop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, Johnny and Robbie stop by a Mexican convenience store, which has all sorts of Mexican goodies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mexican candy, Mexican Coke. Uh, there's a cell phone. It's got 60 Mexican minutes, which is like 300 of ours. <laughs> <laughs> that the American system of like... <laughs> uh, and, of course, uh, female body inspector shirts. Uh, matching. Mm-hmm. A matching pair. Classic. <laughs> So Johnny reveals they're on a bonding trip, but 
yes, we've driven this far, and I haven't told you yet, but we're looking for Miguel as well. Oh. Come on, Johnny. Uh, but, like, Robbie's mad, but Johnny tells him he's just tired of leaving Robbie behind. He's not going to do it anymore. Um, and uh, his Robbie, plan... Robbie just looks so much like Jason Jason David Frank from Power Rangers, the Green Ranger. Oh, really? Uncanny. <laughs> or Ryder Strong. Or Ryder Strong. Matt, yes. you actually did, like, the the facial combination yeah when we were watching this and it yeah. actually turned out to be the exact same people like they all just look like <laughs> the same other I'll, I'll forward those to robin <laughs> with the green ranger and uh rider strong had a baby together yeah uh-huh. uh, basically riders on the strong um <laughs> that was dumb Let if cobra <laughs> kai had been a network tv show 20 years ago i could see it being on tgif Yes. Yeah, for sure. It's got that vibe. Maybe minus the f bombs. Yeah, a couple tweaks yeah. here and there for sure. Yeah. But this would have been the yeah that would have been a good time slot for a show like this. Uh, and yeah. So Johnny's plans are just to kind of get down there, ask around, and maybe check the Mexican phone book since it's right there. <laughs> uh, and he's you know it's like maybe I, I was kind of hoping you and Robbie would you know talk or you and Miguel would talk. But he offers a bus ticket after they nearly get into an accident. He's got a flat tire. So uh, he does tell Robbie how he ended up getting the van that Robbie stole and uh, what he did to try to track his son down. I guess he hadn't told him that yet. Um, And he wants to fix his mistakes. Mistakes with Robbie, mistakes with Miguel. Um, And maybe he, Robbie made a few mistakes with Miguel. Maybe you should make, you know, fix things too. Uh, Johnny calls Carmen, who has heard from Sam, and Carmen um, wants to come down, but Johnny says it's going to be dangerous, which Robbie overhears. So I think Robbie was just like, I can't leave my dad now. Yeah. Maybe you made a few mistakes with Miguel, Robbie. You know, you you paralyzed him. That could be it. That could be <laughs> I mean, I understand. There was a misunderstanding. I mean, that's that should be the subtitle for this entire show. But... <laughs> Uh, okay, so Johnny drops Robbie off, apologizes again, and then goes to talk to the surfers who tried their scam, this time lifting Johnny's wallet. But Johnny is smarter than that. Uh, I was very happy to see that Johnny was just like could feel somebody reaching into his back pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Aussie guy thinks that he and his friends have a chance, and Johnny tells him, I'm going to shove that surfboard so far up your ass that your friends are going to ride you. <laughs> so yeah. just, I love that. Uh, the pickpocket uh, tries to blindside Johnny, but then Robbie just jumps in from like a, uh, I don't know, like a, a, a stool off camera <laughs> yeah, and kicks him. And uh, we get a we get a, a sweet fight and it's set to an amazing song. Did you recognize this song? Uh, no, I can't recall what it was. <laughs> it's called uh, Cancion del Mariachi. There's a lot of shaky cam in this fight, though. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Uh, the the song, though. Back to the song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, you're watching it. Um, yeah, yeah. The song is uh, sung by Antonio Banderas with Los Lobos. Does that help? Huh. Nope. <laughs> this is a song that was in the movie Desperado. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw that once a long time ago. Freaking mm-hmm. awesome 90s movie. <laughs> and yeah, it's all about a uh, guitar player slash assassin. Or something. Yeah. 
uh, and he, he he loves he plays all the the movie kind of opens with him playing this song in the club and then he sees like a woman getting harassed and he goes over and like knocks the guy out with his guitar and keeps singing but uh, I was so happy to I was so happy that this uh, this song made an appearance I was like oh my god is this the song and it was um, uh, Matt A we were talking you dropped that out of the call but we were t- I was did you see did you see yeah did you see the movie uh, 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 Desperado I've never seen Desperado I have seen Brad Pitt's The Mexican I mean, okay. Is that relevant uh, to the conversation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was very yellow too. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. Um, anyway, this big fight happens. Any any thoughts on the the fight between uh, Johnny, Robbie, and these surfer? surfer oh dudes? yeah, I believe uh, Matt and Mel because we were watching it together. That I compared it to when Angel and Connor finally uh, <laughs> teamed up and uh, put aside their differences and. And fought side by side, hip to hip. Yes. Robbie so, is very Connor-like as well. This, yes, this he is. This all can be thrown into a, some sort of actor generator. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay, throw those in, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, throw Vincent Carthizer um, in there. Yeah. yeah. Ro- Robbie and Johnny drink. Robbie's got his Mexican Coke. And uh, Johnny, I suppose, has a... Uh, Wait, wait. A Corona. I would. It should be a Corona, yeah. (laughs) Or Tecate. No, it'd be Tecate. Uh, Isn't that like karate, like misspelled? I'm just thinking it's sort of a less posh Corona. Oh. Anyway, Um, they nurse their bruises. Robbie decides to stay and help his dad make things right. And uh, they know where to go next. They got it marked on the map. So I'm assuming that they're headed off to. Castillo Escondido, where uh, Miguel fought the dangerous guy, or you know, fought with the Pueblo, of course. But that's really it. I mean, is there anything else we want to mention before we run run off uh, and watch uh, episode two? Do you think that fight was a little like those thieves? Like that was really high stakes pickpocketing. If they were going to choke the shit out of John, <laughs> don't you think? Like the guy had like a freaking wire string. Yeah. And he was gonna like oh, wow. oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. Right? Like, like didn't he have something? He was gonna like come over and choke Johnny. Oh my like, god. He was gonna kill him. Straight up murder him and yes! throw, throw him in the water there. Yes. In a pretty public place, too. Yeah. yeah. Where are the police? It looked like a tourist district. Yeah, <laughs> it seemed a little excessive for just like because I think if I okay, I'm putting myself in the pickpocketer's shoes. Yeah. If I was pickpocketing, <laughs> I feel like if the guy fought back, I'd probably just run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he was all ready to jump him. Because it's not worth it's not worth murdering someone over. I like how upset the Australian guy gets when he actually does get his surfboard broken. He's just like, "Hey," <laughs> looks like all hurt, upset. Like, "Oh man, maybe I shouldn't have." All right, any any other? My only other thought, and I didn't get to mention this because I wasn't here earlier, but I think I think this is the season where Daniel and Amanda are going to get divorced. No. <laughs> He keeps pushing his luck. He does. This is a. I mean, honestly, like I, I was, I was. Uh, we got side sidetracked, uh, but I was mentioned. I mentioned earlier, like I've been rewatching Cobra Kai, uh, just bits and pieces, you know, certain episodes, and uh, there is a lot of Daniel going. Oh, okay, it's like if I just get this one thing done, Amanda, mm-hmm. I'm going to be out. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, He's just. Maybe. It's always one more thing. Daniel's turning into Walter White here. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, uh, Matt and Mal, for guesting with me and Matt. <laughs> uh and uh uh matt hey do you have anything uh you wanted to plug at all you have anything going on actually no no i don't we haven't pod i matt and i and mel we had a podcast for a while but but, uh (laughs) have not recorded lately so it's hard to it's hard to get together you know yeah I mean, we're together all the time, but not in terms of recording podcasts. Should we record this? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Awesome. Well, uh, you want to uh, send us feedback, uh, folks, uh, just send it to karatekidminute at gmail.com or look for Karate Kid Minute on your social media. You'll find a a place to interact with us. And until next time. Adios, dickheads. Adios, dickheads.